This is Sarah Stewart-Holland. And this is Beth Silvers. Thank you for joining us for Pantsuit Politics. Hi, everyone. This is Elise, the Managing Director of Pantsuit Politics. Our team is out today in recognition of the federal holiday, Juneteenth. Back in 2020, Sarah and Beth recorded an episode with five things you need to know about Juneteenth, so it seemed fitting to share that with you again today. As you'll hear in the episode, some things have changed in the past three years. In the episode, the fourth thing to know is that Juneteenth isn't recognized as a federal holiday. However, here we are recognizing it just a few years later. It was officially established as a federal holiday on June 17, 2021. This made it the first new federal holiday since Martin Luther King Jr. Day was adopted in 1983. We're hoping this exploration of the history behind the day will be part of your own recognition of this important moment in American history. Thank you so much for listening. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. So today is a special day in the United States. It is Juneteenth. We are going to endeavor to share with you some things that we are learning about Juneteenth that we think all Americans should know and that unfortunately were not taught to us in our schools. We also recognize that we are two white ladies having this conversation, mm-hmm. and we do not want to in any way be appropriative or condescending or eye-rolly or cringy in any respect. And we will probably not make it through this whole episode without creating one of those moments for you and ourselves later. And so we're just trying to hold some grace here because what we do think is important is to use 
the time that we have with our audience who we cherish talking about things that we didn't learn enough about in school and that haven't been talked about enough in our mostly white communities. And so if you already know and live and celebrate everything underlying Juneteenth, you might find this unhelpful, but I hope that you know the spirit of it is solidarity and respect and trying to honor this holiday and to spread it beyond just the people who still relate to both the pain and liberation that Juneteenth represents. You know, I think a lot about a talk I heard Tracy Clayton give at Podcast Movement, former host of Another Round and a friend of ours from college, who said, you know, Black people have enjoyed white media for a long time. We enjoyed things created for you, so there's nothing wrong with you enjoying things created for us. And that's sort of the spirit I think is important about Juneteenth. I don't think any sort of progress is made by treating Juneteenth as something only the Black community can celebrate. Now, that doesn't, again, doesn't mean we appropriate, but we are all better. It is something all of humanity should celebrate is the commemoration of the end of slavery in the United States. That is something that serves every single American citizen. And it is something we should celebrate as an essential step forward in our nation's history. And to segregate the holiday and say, oh, it's only for this community, to me, continues to segregate the idea or perpetuate the idea that slavery only hurt the African-American community, which, of course, is not true. It was a cancer. It's a cancer we are still dealing with. And so I think the more all of us can see this history and embrace the progress that has been made and see the impact and the progress yet to be made, the better we all will be. So I thought it would be nice to read the description of Juneteenth from Juneteenth.com, which has been working for years to try to make Juneteenth a national holiday and to aggregate information about how it's celebrated across the United States, which, which, as we'll talk about in a second, differs from community to community. So this is what they say. Juneteenth is a day of reflection, a day of renewal, a pride-filled day. It is a moment in time taken to appreciate the African-American experience It is inclusive of all races, ethnicities, and nationalities, as nothing is more comforting than the hand of a friend. Juneteenth serves symbolically and in reality as a reference point from which to measure and appreciate the progress and contributions made by African Americans to this society. Juneteenth is a day on which honor and respect is paid for the sufferings of slavery. It is a day on which we acknowledge the evils of slavery and its aftermath. On Juneteenth, we talk about our history and realize because of it, there will forever be a bond between us. On Juneteenth, we think about that moment in time when the enslaved in Galveston, Texas, received word of their freedom. We imagine the depth of their emotions, their jubilant dance, and their fear of the unknown. Juneteenth is a day that we commit to each other the needed support as family, friends, and coworkers. It is a day we build coalitions that enhance African-American economics. On Juneteenth, we come together young and old to listen, to learn, and to refresh the drive to achieve. It is a day where we all take one step closer to better utilize the energy wasted on racism. Juneteenth is a day that we pray for peace and liberty for all. 
And we'll put in the show notes a link for you to find that passage and all of the great information at Juneteenth.com. The first thing we wanted to share is more about that history. So that commemoration mentioned Galveston, Texas. On June 19th of 1865, Union soldiers came into Galveston, Texas with news that the Civil War had ended. And if you're doing the math, that's two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation, which became official January 1st of 1863. But that proclamation didn't go very far in Texas for a lot of reasons. There weren't enough Union troops there to enforce the order. There are lots of theories about why this news took so long to get there. And in that two and a half years, enslavers from Mississippi and Louisiana and other parts of the Southeast migrated with enslaved people to Texas to escape the enforcement of the Emancipation Proclamation. So more than 150,000 enslaved people were moved from the Southeast United States to Texas in that gap between the Emancipation Proclamation and Union soldiers coming into Texas. And there are lots of stories and theories about why it took so long for the news to reach Texans. There's a story that the messenger was murdered. There is a story that the news was deliberately withheld, in particular by enslavers. And there's a story that federal troops waited for slave owners to reap the benefits of one last cotton harvest before showing up with the news that the enslaved people had been set free. But when General Gordon Granger's regiment arrived in 1865, their forces were strong enough to finally enforce the order and overcome resistance. He issued General Orders Number 3. And this is the text. The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the U.S., all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. And the connections heretofore existing between them becomes the between employer and hired labor. The freedmen are advised to remain quietly at their present homes and work for wages. They are informed that they will not be allowed to collect at military post and that they will not be supported in idleness either there or elsewhere. I think it's really important to spend a minute lingering on the text of General Orders Number 3 because the way that I was sort of taught to think about Union troops was that they were like unimpeachably heroic. Mm-hmm. And that there was an attitude of equality permeating the Union. And if you read the text of this order, it very clearly shows what an exceptionally long way toward valuing all people equally we had to go. I mean, just that last sentence about, you know, they, the, the freedmen, are, are not going to be allowed to just hang out. Well, they're like making an assumption that mm-hmm. enslaved people were going to go from the long, hard, incredibly laborious days that they were required to put in to doing nothing. I mean, it's just, it's a really sad reflection on how even the people I was taught to think of as the good guys without any complexity felt about enslaved people at that moment in history. So it's probably not surprising to hear that everyone did not immediately obey the order. Enslavers beat and shot enslaved people who were trying to leave and claim their freedom. Historian Elizabeth Hayes Turner tells of an enslaved woman, Katie Darling, who was continuously enslaved after the order came out for another six years. Six years. So despite all of the ugliness that preceded and followed General Granger's arrival, the freed people in Texas celebrated June 19th 
with barbecues and gatherings, prayers and songs and readings. And since then, it has been thought of as both celebratory and painful. I loved this description from Caleb Gale, and we'll put a link to his piece about this in the show notes, too. He said, Juneteenth plays stage to what Black families love doing most, celebrating life, no matter how much we have had to fight for it. Juneteenth has always been a difficult celebration for Black people on two dimensions. We celebrate that we are no longer enslaved in this country while realizing that this country has been morally bankrupt for devaluing and enslaving us in the first place. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful, Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. You guys, I love my Aura frames. I have one in my office. I have one in my kitchen. I have given one as a housewarming gift. I have given one as Mother's Day, Father's Day. They are the most amazing gifts because this app is a game changer, in my personal opinion, in digital frames. It makes it so, so easy to get the pictures on there and even videos. It plays like you're in Harry Potter, you guys. It is the best. I love mine so much. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code Pantsuit at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsu Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. You can fully customize your wild grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. The second thing you needed to know, we're bringing in a guest, Mr. Griffin Holland, who just completed... A really cool OutSchool class, if you don't know about OutSchool.com, I'll put the link in the show notes, by Dr. Sherry A. Mehta called Juneteenth, an exploration of the celebration of freedom. So he's going to share some additional information about Juneteenth. 
Specifically, he is going to tell us about Emancipation Park, an area in Houston closely tied to the history of Juneteenth. It was purchased to celebrate the end of slavery, but was too costly to open for the entire year. So when Juneteenth became a holiday, the owners, a man named Allen and four other people, decided to open it for one day of the year, Juneteenth, where lots of people could gather around four acres that they bought to celebrate Juneteenth. They celebrate it mainly by eating foods that are generally red. This is a different topic, but it's in my notes. (laughs) So the Emancipation Park began as a place to celebrate Juneteenth. It didn't stay in the owner's hands. It kind of got neglected. In the 70s, they try to revive it. And then recently, they spent, the city of Houston has spent millions of dollars. And now it's on, it's a UNESCO slave route heritage site. So Emancipation Park in Houston is a really important part of Juneteenth history. And, okay, so we talked about often at Juneteenth celebration, there is red food. And what did we learn about why red food? It is believed that the red food theme is carried over from mainly drinks that were made in West Africa. Yeah, so they think that a lot of the West Africans in Texas at the time used hibiscus tea as a form of celebration and that traditional red drink carried over. And now so at Juneteenth celebrations, you see red velvet cake and red punches and red clothing and watermelon juice, and you see lots of red foods as a part of the celebration. Okay. Thanks for sharing what you learned, Griffin. The third thing that we want to share is that Juneteenth gained national attention and spread more widely following the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in 1968. Coretta Scott King and Ralph Abernathy cut short the Poor People's March on June 19th to commemorate Juneteenth. And this is what really started to spread Juneteenth outside of Texas. So you see a more modern adoption of Juneteenth and a spread in the late 1900s. And then more recently, you've probably seen a lot of discussion over social media with companies like Twitter saying they're going to begin to give June 19th off to all employees and sort of um, reviving the conversation about Juneteenth as a national holiday. It is not yet a national holiday. And that's the fourth thing we want you to know. The Senate has passed a resolution last year recognizing Juneteenth Independence Day, but the House hasn't yet approved it. It is recognized by 46 states in the District of Columbia. Only Hawaii, North Dakota, and South Dakota don't officially recognize Juneteenth. The NFL, Twitter, Square have now recognized it as a day off for celebration, education, and connection. And the New York Times gave employees an additional day off and encouraged them to use it on June 19th. I really appreciated this description from Van Newkirk writing in The Atlantic. He said, and it spread across the country and gradual supplanting of other emancipation celebrations. Juneteenth has always retained that sense of belatedness. It is the observance of a victory delayed, a foot-dragging and desperate resistance by white supremacy against the tide of human rights, and of illegal freedom trampled by the might of state violence. As the belated emancipation embedded in the holiday foretold generations of Black codes, forced labor, racial terror, police brutality, and a century-long regime of Jim Crow— It also imbued the holiday with a sense of Sisyphean prospect of an abridged liberty, with full citizenship always taunting and tantalizing, but just one more protest down the road. 
Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, and Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online, and we were discussing the fact that I am 43, and she said, I cannot believe how young you look, and I thought, thank you, Ritual, for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code PANTSUIT at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. And I think what you see, because it was this gradual process and it was the the celebrating of sort of the last place to, to find out about the emancipation, it's really interesting in many communities across the country, 
you see different dates for celebration. So, for example, I don't know if y'all knew this. I live in Paducah, Kentucky. And in Paducah, the, the Juneteenth conversation kind of left me bewildered in the beginning because in Paducah, we celebrate on the 8th of August. And it's a very big deal because that's the day that African-Americans in Paducah learned of emancipation. This is from ExploreKentuckyHistory.com. These yearly occasions fell on different days of the calendar for several reasons. Most often, Emancipation Day celebrations fell on January 1st. This day was popular because Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation went into effect on that day in 1863. Some communities instead chose to celebrate on September 22nd, the day when the preliminary Emancipation Proclamation was issued in 1862. Other communities chose to honor April 9th, the day in 1865 when General Robert E. Lee surrendered to General Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox. Still others selected a day in December when the 13th Amendment took effect or the various days when the Union Army occupied their town or county. In Texas, the most popular day was June 19th, also known as Juneteenth. On that day in 1865, slaves in Texas heard that the war was over and they were free. Paducah's chosen Emancipation Day is somewhat unique. According to the August 8, 1905 edition of the Paducah Daily News Democrat, the day was chosen because it was when slaves in Santo Domingo, Haiti, earned their freedom. Haiti was the first black republic established in the Western Hemisphere after a slave uprising that began in 1791. And I think that's so interesting. I think it speaks to exactly that quote from Van Newkirk that this was so slow and disjointed in a way. And even if it was announced, just what we saw from the history in Texas, it's not like it was immediate and everybody was automatically free. And so you have, I think, these like different celebrations at different times in a really kind of beautiful way illustrate the sort of broken, disjointed nature of emancipation. Because like you said, I think we're taught, oh, well, the Union Army was good. They wanted to abolish slavery. We sent the Emancipation Proclamation and everybody was free. And what you see from the history of Juneteenth and celebrations across the country is that that was simply not the case. We didn't just end slavery and move on. We didn't and do not fix racism and move on. And I think that that's really what Juneteenth offers us, right, is an opportunity to fully face the complicated history, the both sort of the the tragedy and the suffering and also the joyful celebration of forward momentum and the acknowledgement that it's not a straight line, but that the work continues. And that's the invitation for everyone about Juneteenth to hold together the notion that there are victories and still so much work to do and that there is pain that we have to sit with and carry. And we wanted to do that today, to just consider all of these things together and know that we'll continue to move forward together. Thank you so much for joining us. Everybody have the best day available to you. Pantsuit Politics is produced by Studio D Podcast Production. Elise Knapp is our managing director. Maggie Penton is our community engagement manager. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Our show is listener-supported. Special thanks to our executive producers. Martha Brunitsky. Allie Edwards. Janice Elliott. Sarah Greenup. Julie Haller. Helen Handley. Tiffany Hassler. Emily Holliday. Katie Johnson. Katina Zuganellis-Kasling. Barry Kaufman, Molly Kors, Catherine Vollmer, Lori Ladau, Lily McClure, Linda Daniel, 
Emily Neasley. The Cousins. Tawny Peterson. Tracy Putoff. Sarah Ralph. Jeremy Sequoia. Katie Steigers. Karen True. Annika Uveline. Nick and Elisa Valelli. Amy Whited. Emily Helen Olson. Lee Shea McDonough. Morgan McHugh. Danny Osmond. Jen Ross. Sabrina Drago. Jeff Davis. Melinda Johnston. Michelle Wood. Joshua Allen. Nicole Berkless, Paula Bremer, and Tim Miller.